good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, hit cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Wakanja Hadi means distant thunder, and that's my name, my colonized name, and my... Uh, uh, that's my native name and my colonized name is Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national native news and events. And as you know, Haley, native issues are human issues and human issues are native issues. Hey, you're exactly right, Dega. And this portion of the show is supported by Native Brits Radio Network on Patreon. Again, that's Native Brits Radio Network on Patreon. Hey, we've got a jam-packed show and we have Bob Blake coming up and uh, – Governor Evers, uh, Roya Taylor, talking about what's happening around the Twin Cities and uh, nationally and uh, events and news and arts. And I just want to, before I get going here and we get to uh, Governor Evers, is uh, send out big prayers to everyone in Maine, uh, Robert and Haley. Uh, this keeps happening uh, over and over again, and it's an epidemic, and there's one side of a uh, the table that's not dealing with this issue, and it's all about the guns. Yeah, uh, absolutely, Robert. I mean, w- you know, it, it, you know what was really amazing, Robert? When when I when you seen all the people, you started to see all the things coming out of like what happened in Israel, you know, mm-hmm. and like you saw all these people like just like. Let's wipe these people off the map. Let's 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 let this happen over here. I mean, you know, it's just on both sides of the fence, right? Mm-hmm. And I started to think to myself, how did we become so descent, uh, desensitized? So desensitized, right? Like from the from like you know these pit, these pictures of 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 all this, and then I started thinking, oh, that's right. Here in the United States, we deal with this every other week. It seems like. You well, know? Every, every day there, there's a mass shooting. It's just that this is the biggest one of the year so far. So this one wins the prize of 18 people perished and uh, the person's still on the loose. But, R- Robert, why don't we – I want to get to the governor and then we'll get back and let's talk about this. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, we're with Robert Blake and Haley Cherry and we're about to have uh, Lieutenant Governor give his – or excuse me, the governor of Wisconsin give up his, give his weekly update. Hey there, Native Roots Radio. Governor Tony Evers here with my weekly update. Happy Manufacturing Month. Wisconsin is a global leader in manufacturing. And when people buy a product made in Wisconsin, they know it's made by some of the best workers in the world. From Genoa City to Grantsburg, Wisconsin is home to thousands of best-in-class manufacturing companies that employ nearly half a million Wisconsin workers. Manufacturing is also a key driver of our state's economy, accounting for nearly 20% of our state's gross domestic product and generating roughly $66 billion in economic output. Over the last few years, Wisconsin's unemployment rate has seen record lows, and our labor market participation rate continues to beat the national average. That's first and foremost thanks to the hardworking people across our state. But I'm also proud of the role we played as an administration to make smart and strategic investments to shore up our economy and lower barriers for folks who want to join our workforce. I've been glad to support several programs and initiatives like our Workforce Innovation Grant Program designed to help individuals gain the skills, education, and training to pursue successful family-supporting careers in industries like manufacturing. Last year, we also announced 14 new occupational pathways through our youth apprenticeship program, including new opportunities in manufacturing, and both our youth and registered apprenticeship programs celebrated record-high participation. Whether it's providing funding for programs in the budget or highlighting the work of industry partners in our communities, as we celebrate Manufacturing Month, I look forward to continuing our support for this critical industry and the workers who power it. Thank you. Back to you, Robert, and Native Roots Radio. 
Hey, thanks, Governor Evers. I just had to give him the quick applause there. Uh, I'm here with Robert Blake, uh, the Solar Bear with the Solar News, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the news. But let's uh, continue what we were talking about there, Bob, and um, shout out to, to the governor of uh, the great state of Wisconsin for giving us an update. Uh, desensitizing, you were talking about, and um, that's a big part of it, really is. I, when we were young, we never heard of any of these mass shootings. It was once in uh, a blue moon. Yeah, and, and, and that's why I'm saying, like, I mean, you know, how did our, like, you know, our public, how did the public, how did how did the rest of the country become so immune to this type of violence? And 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 I feel like, you know, because we're on this 24 news, 24-7 news cycle, and they bombard us with the same entire story over and over again, you know, we, we have become like these, like, Oh, you know, it's it's gonna ha- it's just gonna happen again. So we're we we've hardened ourselves to, you know, the reality of of the situation. And you know, I just don't know, Robert, if 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 that is what we want for our for our society, for us to be like that. And 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 I think that it 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 almost like takes us away from like what the real problem is. And it's that guns are the problem, right. <laughs> you know, the right. the availability for everyone and anyone just to grab a gun or to get a gun is just too accessible. And well, that's when we, we, sorry, yeah. and when when you talk, I agree a hundred percent. And when you talk about uh, this happening at Maine, where uh, twenty people are are killed a year by a gunfire, uh, this can happen anywhere. That's where we're at now, Robert. Yeah, and it and and here's the here's here's the truth. It, it it is happening everywhere. So we need our politicians to, you know, to enact, you know, I mean, a background check. I mean, just these simple things that we have shown that, you know, can can make a difference. Um, and then when you hear about other others, you know, uh, places like you know, I don't know, uh, you know, news. New Zealand or some of these other places that they don't even have any gun problems, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Canada, you know, doesn't have the type of gun violence we have, you know, and they're right across the border. So, I mean, it just, you know, it, what they did, they, they were tracing these guns down in Mexico um, to, to, to the, to the cartels. Mm. And these, these guns were coming back being purchased in Chicago and New York and, you know, they, they were being purchased in the United States. How did our guns get purchased in the United States and end up south of the border? Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, this is ridiculous. This is, we really need to, you know, think about how we, how we deal with this because it, it really is just, it, it's getting out of control. Yeah, it's been out of control. I mean, Columbine was the, the big, uh, remember that when the Columbine shooting happened. Hey there, Native Roots Radio. Wow! Hey, the governor wanted to talk again. It sounds like um, well, even even like the Las Vegas one at the Jason Aldean concert, I remember, mm-hmm. was pretty recent. And, yeah, and, and, and Robert, that's why I say right. Like, I mean, you know, you know, we know that the environment, we know that everything is off. We know that you know healing is in the environment, and when we can start healing the environment i think we really will start healing our relationship with ourselves and with the and, and with and with each other you know and and i feel like subconsciously as human beings we know that that there's a lot of bad things that is happening in the on the planet robert and and that's why i think that you know that that we really need to focus in, on on healing the planet and we'll heal ourselves in the process yeah. well and we need to really vote these people out this is insane people sons daughters husbands children uh, are being murdered here and they don't have to be if you do things very simple things like put the nobody needs a, a a gun like that to go hunting it'll blow the animal pieces so this is all needs to be changed the nra needs to go down and the republicans need to go down and this is just what has to happen 
Uh, and then then we can heal. And we're here with Robert Blake and Haley Cherry, and we're going to be talking to the Solar Bear with the Solar News coming up next. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm Oik. Stay with us. I heard sex trafficking happens a lot in Indian country. What is that? Here are some of the real reasons why sex trafficking happens in Indian country. Unequal gender roles that were forced on us by colonization. Communities don't have enough resources. Silence around domestic and sexual violence. Lack of attention and justice for missing and murdered indigenous people. There's a lot of behavior that keeps our communities out of balance. These are just a few true reasons why Native communities are targeted by traffickers. When these acts of violence happen in our communities, it opens us all up for exploitation. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and Strong Hearts Native Helpline is here to help. If you are experiencing domestic or sexual violence, Strong Hearts advocates provide culturally appropriate support and advocacy for Native Americans and Alaska Natives. Free, confidential, anonymous, 24-7. Strong Hearts advocates are Native American and take a Native-centered approach to every contact. Call or text 1-844-762-8483. That's 1-844-7-NATIVE. Or chat online at www.strongheartshelpline.org. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, we're here with uh, Robert Blake, and uh, we're we're talking a little bit about uh, things going on in our community and our country, and uh, and about guns. Uh, but I'd I'd probably want to switch this uh, up a little bit here now in this segment, Robert. Uh, you always bring us good news and positivity to the show, and I think we should uh, talk about. Uh, Robert Blake with the Solar Bear with the Solar News right now. Yeah, Robert, there's a really good um, story today um, coming out from the Department of Energy. And and what they're doing, Robert, is they're drafting a plan which is to speed up and improving grid interconnections. And what this means, Robert, is, you know, developers and communities and just individual, you know, people that want to be able to connect to the electric grid with their solar projects, right? Um, and, 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 and how do we do that quicker, faster, more equitable, equitably, and, 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 we, and we really uh, move this at a faster pace. Um, and so they've come out with a kind of like a draft, like a plan, to do this now. And so this is really good. And I'm really happy to be seeing this happening at a federal level because this will trickle down into all of the other levels, you know, underneath it. So, um, you know, the, 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 the big, the, the big, uh, energy carriers like MISO and, you know, um, uh, all the grid providers will, will, will be following this direction from the feds. And, and, um, and of course, Robert, there's, there has been one of the biggest um, investment um, billions of dollars that are now going into uh, into replacing a lot of our old uh, uh, transmission lines and building new transmission lines, um, and then um, us building more transmission lines, um, which will then be buried, and in some will obviously still be you know above. But I think the big thing there is that this will be carrying 
all of that renewable energy that we'll, we'll be able to build. So this is really good news today out of the Department of Energy. Yeah, that is uh, awesome. I, I I still can't wait for the the uh, the the batteries to come out as uh, hemp batteries and things like that. Then I'll be doing some really uh, good uh, handstands. I know uh, they're working on the technology. There's stuff out there, but it still isn't there yet to to be mass produced. But uh, I will be so happy. And then there's also what liquid hydrogen batteries too that are coming out soon. Yeah, and, and, and so like all these different storage, and, and, and why this is important, everyone listening, is, you know, we're going to need kind of a multifaceted kind of approach at how we deal with our dis- dis- dispatch of energy and when, when we can do it. And, you know, batteries are batteries, but what really makes it really cool is, you know, the computers that are on top of these batteries. And when they release the energy, when they keep the energy, when they hold it, um, do they do it during peak shaving time? You know, they shave off the peaks, you know, stuff like that. I mean, it's incredible how far this technology has come now, Robert. And and this is what's, you know, um, going to be also going into homes, be going into businesses. Um, you know, when we look at uh, the electric vehicle batteries, right, the batteries that are on electric vehicle cars, you know, um, you know, we're, those batteries, even though that they don't, they lose their life at a certain point, because of degradation and the battery on the car, they're still very operable for storage systems inside homes. So, you know, these batteries that are in these cars are going to be putting in homes eventually and businesses. And so it's really an exciting time um, for a lot of this to be happening around storage. And, you know, the technology just keeps on getting better and better, Robert. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, I, I love my analogy of the cal- calculator. Have you used that in one of your talks yet? I, you know what? I think I did. I think I did, and I, I, I even think I mentioned you. I even think I even oh. like said, "Hey, by the way, uh, Robert Pilot was the one behind that." <laughs> yeah. Well, to people that don't remember uh, or haven't listened to every show that we're on. Um, I just said, I remember when I was young and uh, calculators first came out and they were, you know, as big as a, big as an old fashioned cell phone and they were like a thousand dollars. And then, you know, year, as years go on, technology catches up. And I mean, I remember having a little teeny calculator on my pen for free. Yeah. Yeah. I know it, it, it's, it's, it's incredible. And, and what, uh, you know, kind of something that speaks to what you're talking about, Robert, is this really good story coming out of Ukraine. Mm. Um, a German um, PV company, a photovoltaic, a solar company, a German solar company installed a desalination um, solar uh, uh, project. So they're getting clean water to the folks in Ukraine. Mm. And they they did all this during, obviously, you know, what's being taken place right now over there. But the, it's really cool. They got these pictures of, you know, this desalination uh, plant, you know, that's providing clean water for the people of Ukraine. And it's run by solar uh, because wow. the, 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 the grid over at Ukraine is um, no longer. It's no longer happening. So, right. um, so it really cool. Kudos to this uh, German. I, I can't even pronounce this Germany name of this of this of the solar company, but. Um, I think that this is one of the really cool stories um, and, and what the, the power of solar can be. Um, oh, another another really cool story <coughs> is um, there are students that are crossing the Australia Outback right now in a fully solar-powered vehicle. Wow. So this, this, this car is like crossing the Australian Outback in a fully solar-powered vehicle for these students – and it is actually, you know, doing what it's doing. It's running completely on solar. So, I mean, imagine where this technology is going to be down the road, yeah. Robert. Yeah, definitely. And then I can finally have my my flying car, you know, with the yeah. solar <laughs> and, and it, yeah, Exactly. And it will be like, it will be like powered by solar. I mean, mm-hmm. th- this is just so, so like when you talk, when you gave that analogy of like, of like, you know, the pencil. And, and I mean, think about like those two stories of how far we've come, you know, in, in those, in, in, in using solar, um, to really like, 
you know, take care of our everyday needs, clean right. water, transportation. I mean, I always say this all the time, but isn't there's nothing solar can't do, it, it almost seems like. Well, what's a, it, it makes me think back to when COVID shut everything down and the air and uh, the water and things like that became clean. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but it was amazing that, you know, the air was was a lot cleaner because people weren't driving their cars to work. And uh, so I picture that to not only, um, you know, what it's going to do for the environment, but what it's going to do for the environment. You know, it's it's it, it's amazing. Well, yeah. And, and, and you know, one of the things that's happening out at um, uh, Sandia National Laboratories is, you know, they're they're using, you know, thermal heat. In the, and what they're doing is they're heating up batteries or not, not mm. batteries. They're heating up um, rocks. I'm sorry. They're using oh. rocks as heat batteries for renewable energy storage. And so this is kind of similar to, you know, some of the stuff that they're talking about doing like in the ground and using the ground as storage. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of talk around that. Um, but this is currently something that is happening out at Sandia National Laboratories right now. And it, it's amazing you know, how, you know, when we think about, you know, our people, Robert, and mm-hmm. they knew the power of the sun and, and mm-hmm. what it, it does provide for, you know, our planet. And, in you know, we're in the Goldilocks zone, you know, where we can basically ha- uh, create life here, you know. Um, and so, I mean, all that that is happening is, is, is coming from the sun. So it, it, this is, this just keeps getting better and better. And, and I'm really happy to see that we're starting to go back to some of these these old things that like our ancestors knew, you know, just because they just knew this from from knowledge. Robert, I know you speak all over the country. Um, how do people get a hold of you uh, to talk about solar energy? And uh, I know you, you're the key keynote speaker at a lot of big uh, events across the country. How how do people get a hold of you? Yeah, I just spoke at uh, I just spoke on a project drawdown um, panel today. Um, we had people from all over the world attend this. Um, it was I saw people from Germany, from London, from all over the country. It was pretty cool. A bunch of people in Canada was on there. Um, it was really exciting to speak to everybody. So yeah, definitely um, Robert at SolarBear dot Earth. Um, otherwise, they can reach me at Robert at NativeSun um, dot org, which is Native Sun Community Power Development. Um, and please reach out to me, and I would love to answer any questions. And Robert, I do get. Uh, by the way, I do get emails on my Solar Bear account from people. <laughs> from I've got some from Chicago, from Kansas City, yeah. <laughs> asking questions. So yeah. that, that, listening to the show, right? Listening to the show, exactly. Well, I just got to mention this real quick. We're uh, Thanks again, Robert, for being on, as always. Uh, so Biden's going to be in town next week. Um, and then me with my other job, I could have went and met him like we when we went to Iowa. <laughs> Iowa I was thinking of you. But I'm going to yeah. be in D.C. the same day that he's here in Minnesota. So I'm going to have FOMO. I'm, I'm Robert. I'm at. A, why is Dean Phillips? Dean Phillips is running for president. What is this? I've, I'm, he, he's a lunatic. He's really a Republican disguised in a Democratic I, uh, I'm ice cream confused, truck. Robert. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Robert Blake uh, from Red Lake. I love saying that. Solar Bear with the Solar News. We'll see you next week. Pinagigi. At Metro State University, change the world your way. Students learn from expert instructors in high-demand degree programs, including healthcare, technology, cybersecurity, teaching, and business. As one of the most diverse universities in Minnesota, Metro State is a learning community dedicated to equity, inclusion, and anti-racism. Explore 60-plus high-quality bachelor's degree programs at Metro State University's open house events in person October 17th and online October 19th. Sign up at metrostate.edu slash open house. Know your power. Metro State University. Be a vaccinative. As the fall season continues, new COVID-19 variants threaten the health of not just you, but our elders as well. These new variants might even evade previous vaccines. That's why it's important to stay up to date. 
The newly authorized vaccines target current variants effectively and are FDA approved for ages six months and older. But there is an important note. These are the first COVID vaccines to be commercialized, which means there may be costs associated with them. Speak with your health insurer about your coverage before scheduling an appointment to avoid a surprise bill. For those without health insurance, help is available. Ask your health clinic about options or visit vaccines.gov for free locations. Getting vaccinated protects you from severe disease. Don't put yourself or elders at risk. So be a vaccinative and protect our community. You can visit vaccines.gov for free vaccine locations. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. The Guthrie Theater presents For the People, an irreverent new comedy born of the Twin Cities native community. In the play, April Dakota dreams of opening a wellness center on Franklin Avenue to serve the native community. She's counting on a grant to make it happen, but when her presentation goes sideways, she's forced to make a decision that puts the community and her culture at risk. On stage now through November 12th. Tickets at GuthrieTheater.org. That's through November 12th. GuthrieTheater.org. I love my Toyota vehicles, so when I have to get service done, there's only one place I go. Rudy Luther Toyota. They know Toyota's inside and out. It starts with them checking your alignment and tire treads with their Hunter Quick Check Drive Inspection Service. Oil changes, tires, batteries, wipers, no matter what you need done, they can help you with reliable Toyota parts and the best service team in Minnesota. Check out their website, RudyLutherToyota.com, for service and parts specials just for Toyota vehicles. Get your Toyota serviced at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. There really is no place like home. Hi, I'm Mary T. of Mary T. Home Health. When you're faced with an illness or an injury, being able to stay at home and receive care is important. Our home health offers a wide range of services, including skilled nursing, physical, occupational, and speech therapies, AIDS, homemakers, in-home respite care, and 24-7 live-in care. We'll work closely with your primary care provider to come up with an individualized plan for you. Learn more today at MaryTInc.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for rain tonight with a low around 38, Friday cloudy with a high near 42, and Saturday cloudy with a high near 34. Find a delicious treat at Latungi's Palette. Try their world-famous peach cobbler or indulge in their gourmet dessert sandwiches and coffee drinks. You can also find Latungi's gourmet desserts at Lund's and Byerly's at the North Market Minneapolis Farmer's Market Annex or Bobby and Steve's. Visit latungi'spalette.com for more. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis. Yes, it is. And uh, we have uh, Roya on today and uh, we're going to check in with Roya on what she thinks is happening around town. And uh, also, I see her, she's at our flagship, our uh, our cousin station, KFAI, there uh, in Minneapolis. And uh, good to see you, Roya, and uh, welcome to Native Ritz Radio. Yes, I am over here on the uh, banks of the Mississippi River, as we always say, from top of the historic Bailey Building office suite. We send our signal out across the Milky Way. We hope we make our ancestors proud. So far, we haven't had any complaints. So how are you two tonight? Well, we have complaints at times, so uh, we're somewhat blessed here in uh, on AM 950 and Native Roots Radio. Well, I'm doing good. Haley, how are you doing? You were out in the weather. Uh, proud of you. I was. I'm. I'm. I'm doing very good, Roya. How are you? Uh, glad to have you back on. I was uh, 
I was planning on going to the Four Sisters Farmer's Market at NACTI today. It was their last one of the season this summer, so um, but they had to cancel due to the weather. So I was a little bummed out, but just a reminder, Powell Grounds is always open, so go in and say hi to uh, Bob Rice and get some of his soup. He makes a really great chicken uh, wild rice soup, and he's always got their uh, fry bread tacos too, so... Oh, that's true. I love those prairie dogs. That was, that was a, <laughs> wow. Those are more Ooh. deadly for tacos. You start chowing down on those prairie dogs before you know it. It's like four. <laughs> it's, so, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> exactly. Well, Roya, you have a show, uh, Good Medicine, on KFAI, and uh, we're really happy to to team up with you uh, once a week and talk about what's happening around uh, the Twin Cities and. Uh, just to check in what's happening arts-wise, because I know you are very big in the art community here in uh, the Twin Cities. Well, I'm big, I guess, and I'm in the art community, so I guess that makes me big in the art community. So, hey, yeah, you know, we've got um, a couple of exciting events. Well, first of all, I'm here at KFEI, and we're in the middle of our, the mothership, as I refer to it. We are, <laughs> we're in the middle of our um, our fall pledge uh, or membership pledge drive as well. So, and tomorrow night I'm going to have on with me a two-hour block. It's going to be a reprise of what we did at the state fair. Uh, special guest, his name is Bobby P. Robert Pilot. We're gonna we're gonna redo the heckle and jekyll. A couple of hours. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Somebody said we saw. Old married couple, but I guess it's more like brother and sister now. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's, that's going to be at six o'clock, the regular time for good medicine, and then we're just going to uh, go on over into the seven o'clock hour, which is the regular time for Native Roots Radio. I'm awake. Uh, presents uh, the best of the week, so it'll all be live though. And uh, Robert's promised he's going to be here in the studio with me, so I'm looking forward to that. We're going to have some chili. Nora, the GM, has promised she's going to make some chili. And, uh, you know, so people should uh, tell her friends we're going to have some music. I've got a couple of guests, short uh, uh, interviews with guests lined up, uh, some native artists around town. So check that out. Hey, Robert I don't, and Haley, I don't know if you heard the big news. It's been all over this past week about um, Buffy St. Marie, that she's really – Buffy St. Maria, she's Italian. I got Kevin Aberesk from uh, Indians.com uh, has been posting about that. I know Trevino brings plenty from out west, has been talking about that as well. So this is a story that's breaking. It's, it's part of a Canadian broadcasting documentary effort. I know I played a lot of her music on my program. And, you know, just really loved uh, what she's been doing over the decades. But now to find out that Maybe her credentials, those, 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 in, her Indian, you know, they have a complicated system up there in Canada of how they identify First Nations, Inuit, and and Métis people. So they have a very stratified system. So who knows what's going on? Who knows who's lurking out there? I guess yeah. so. I've I've yeah. read that, and we just had Kevin uh, Aberask on uh, about his PBS uh, debut. He was on PBS a couple days ago, live okay. and. Uh, uh, what a coincidence! But uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what to. Say. I really don't know what to say about that yet because yeah. I've read, uh, Buffy's response too. Yeah, yeah, you know that's it's unfortunate, but you know we'll all get through it, I guess. And you know, speaking of PBS, they've had the Ken Burns uh, Bison special on, where there are a lot of Native people from around the country have been contributing to that. Mm-hmm. Again, that mm-hmm. it's so important in film and. And video and on the stage and uh, then also little bird has premiered this is a canadian production so if you're here locally in the twin cities check out channel two if on your cable system tpt or twin cities public tv i think it's on tonight thursday nights at about 9 or 10 p.m uh central time or turtle island time as we call it here and that's uh little bird it's a story uh, again about uh residential boarding schools and the whole Canadian uh, scoop generation, so uh, it's it's really good. I'm, I'm we're going to highlight that as well on a future episode of Good Medicine. But tonight, starting at six thirty, we have Trish Cook is appearing. She's the stand-up comedian from Red Lake. Talking about, I guess she's the counterpart to Bob Blake uh, from Red Lake. And uh, <laughs> anyway, she's exactly. uh, 
he's going to be appearing. That's a ticketed event, so get over there. They might have rush tickets over at the Guthrie here in Minneapolis. And then uh, tomorrow, I've, I've been talking about this, the Twin Cities Film Fest, one of the first times that they've had uh, a lot of Native films in their program. You can stream those. Just go to TCFF. And tomorrow at 12.30 p.m. is My Indian Name. That's going to be out at the uh, Icon Theaters in St. Louis Park. And then Sunday, a good friend of mine is hosting. Uh, this is at 1.30 p.m. down at Lake Hiawatha uh, Park Building. It's Dakota Children's uh, Book Festival. She's going to have some wonderful artists and uh, authors there uh, focusing primarily on children's literature. So that's... Uh, on Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Wow. Lots of good stuff going on. I got to yeah. give a shout out to our sponsor, too. So NAC, Native American Community Clinic, has one of their full moon ceremonies tomorrow. Um, this is Friday, October 27th, and this will be at 6 p.m. So, again, a full moon ceremony. This is for our females and um, men are, of all ages are encouraged to join as well to learn about the duties of a firekeeper. So if you are planning to join that, um, they ask you that you please bring um, a, a dish to share and that you wear a long skirt, shawl, or sheets and uh, feast bundles as well. So that includes a fork spoon bowl or whatever you prefer are encouraged well I Roy, to... i wonder if i can bring a like a case of white castles to that uh, yeah that's what i was gonna say does right. that when you bring your you know camping gear there does that include compost what do they call them i was gonna say combustibles but compostables you know that artificial <laughs> your soup might just melt right into your lap <laughs> <laughs> That's a good update. Uh, so did we uh, talk uh, last week about uh, the movie that came out? And, and it's before Trish Cook at the – or no, I got that wrong. Uh, the movie that came out. Um, Killer, that's ahead. what I've been referring to. Killers, yeah. Oh, yeah. my. That, that's a, uh, and, you know, before we end this segment, I want to hear about Robert Pilot being Simone Biles doing handstands there in that last segment there. That's, that was an interesting <laughs> image i can't get that out of my mind now so (laughs) (laughs) as i say yeah um killers of the flower moon that did uh open released nationwide last week there was some controversy about whether it was going to be available on streaming services and at three and a half hours i know i've talked to a few folks and uh they've said it is a long sit there's no intermission and -hmm. it's very intense i have not had a chance to see it yet uh but going to to take that opportunity sometime soon. We'll probably devote a whole hour to that as mm-hmm. well. Oh, you know, I'm from Oklahoma originally, so it's I know a lot about that uh, circumstance down there. It was very well known and very well talked about. But I guess what I wanted to highlight about that, you know, this was a book written by a historian. He kind of focuses on these type of stories. His name is David Grant, Killers of the Flower Moon. But there are several others, uh, and I don't have the names and the titles, but we can get that to you. But I know one of them is written by Linda Hogan, who's a wonderful Chickasaw poet and uh, author. And she's written about uh, this very incident or time period there in northeastern Oklahoma with the Osage or Osagi, as we used to tease them back in school. So, uh, But, uh, you know, I, I think it's a breakthrough for representation of Native people with so many actors involved. But there has been a lot of criticism. I know Devery Fairbanks from Reservation Dogs had one of the strongest criticisms of Martin Scorsese. He's a personal favorite of mine, so I, I, I'm going to wait and hold uh, judgment on that as to how well they did uh, with this film and this story. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I saw it. I was uh, very impressed. But again, I'm a Scorsese fan, and I, I, I take... Uh, her uh her her words uh is her words because uh i think mm-hmm. us as being older people uh roya we uh are just excited to see uh, our relatives on the screen and and not some italian person playing us on the on the screen so there there is that and so but she's a young young actor and uh she may not be uh you know, she's on a show that's run by natives, and our natives are all on it. So, right. 
um, it's hard to um, compare her experience with what's, what happened in this movie in that experience. Right. I, well, I think we don't, we don't go wrong if we always defer back to the people whose story it is. You know, it's not my story. And uh, so if, if Chief Standing Bear and a lot of those uh, Osage relatives, you know, if they're, they can live with it, then, you know, it, I think that has to carry us a long way. But I do respect her opinion, too, anybody's opinion. That I used to feel that way about Dances with Wolves and Wind yeah. River. I, I kind of thought they felt short, but a lot of people really thought the message was important, that it was great to have uh, Plains rep- Indian representation at that time years ago. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, uh, these days, I call it Dancing with Kevin Costner. Uh, <laughs> but Hey, Roya, can you hold on for another quick segment? Oh, sure, yeah. Right on. Hey, this is Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake, and we're here with Roya, who has a show on KFAI called uh, uh, Good Medicine, and we're having some good medicine conversation with Roya. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and Strong Hearts Native Helpline is here to help. If you are experiencing domestic or sexual violence, Strong Hearts advocates provide culturally appropriate support and advocacy for Native Americans and Alaska Natives. Free, confidential, anonymous, 24-7. Strong Hearts advocates are Native American and take a Native-centered approach to every contact. Call or text 1-844-762-8483. That's 1-844-7-NATIVE. Or chat online at www.strongheartshelpline.org. Boujou, hello. My name is Wabin. I am an enrolled member of the White Earth Nation, descendant of the Navajo Nation, and co-chair of the Indigenous Employee Resource Group with the Minnesota Department of Transportation. MnDOT is hiring for a variety of positions from road maintenance to accounting and more. We offer great benefits. For more information or to set up a one-on-one resume and application assistance, visit mn.gov slash careers or you can text or call 612-257-2388. 612-257-2388. In this critical time for Indian country, voting is crucial to protecting the land, water, and communities. Voting creates collective power in securing our planet's future amid climate chaos. Engage in personal conversations with loved ones to ensure they are making informed voting choices. Register to vote. And don't forget that 16- and 17-year-olds can pre-register to vote in Minnesota. NACTI is asking us to stand together and make voting a tradition. Go to NACTI.org to learn more and make your pledge to vote. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. I didn't hear Roya. Hey! I didn't know what the cue was. <laughs> Sneaks up on you. Yeah. yeah give me a warning there. I would have joined you. I love that commercial. You know, not commercial. <laughs> announcement. Support. Yeah. Whatever you want to. We'll call it all the above. Hey, yeah. we're here with Roya Taylor. And uh, Roya has a show called uh, Good Medicine on KFAI all over the Twin Cities here on Fridays at, uh, at uh, 6 o'clock, right? Yes. Yeah, 6 o'clock. And uh, we're talking about uh, the arts and entertainments pretty much and uh, uh, just talking about things. Uh, we earlier, Roya, uh, sent out prayers to Maine about the, the, the mass shooting and when is this going to end. I just uh, wanted to throw that out there, too, with, with you and get a little response. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, you know anywhere you go in the so-called United States, it's all Indian country. So, of course, there's... Uh, 
not only those local communities where they have been affected like this, but the whole state. And then we have our indigenous and native uh, American relatives. Uh, and sometimes we don't always uh, necessarily need to, what, I don't want to say disrespect, but we, you know, we don't observe those international boundaries. So we've got Abenaki people, uh, Mi'kmaq, uh, um, Masoit, uh, just, you know, a number of of native uh, communities and families up there that, you know, are also suffering along with the rest of the citizenry of of Maine there. And so, yeah, we, we do express our condolences to certainly the families of, of the victims as well as the kind of the psychic, I think, uh, wound that, that that was perpetrated on them. And who knows for what reason, you know, just society uh, well I, I should stop there okay i'm i'm supposed you know i i when i put together the proposal for good medicine uh, uh-huh. over a year ago i i wanted to stay focused on uh helping healing uh laughter uh our arts and these creative natives so many young people that are out there they're doing wonderful things and that's you know uh, otherwise i tend to have a tendency to get on my soapbox and um, soapbox i want to get on is to help promote their work and their their lives and just just wonderful you know I, i'm an actor i'm a storyteller i'm a, a voiceover artist and then i have the radio program so i i kind of know from behind the scenes what it takes to put these programs on you know you do a wonderful job there you do it more frequently than i do i'm only on once a week and then uh, but the same thing with you know we've got a lot we've got a show that's coming up with new native theater in december and just a little sneak peek, um, I'm going to appear in that as well. Wow. I'll be talking for the next couple of weeks, uh, so I can tell you more about that. And, but, you know, those it, it takes a lot of work. We're already getting started on that. Yeah, uh, somebody I'm related to, my uh, Hinu, is going <laughs> to be in that play. Yes, well, you know, they kind of... A lot of times theater companies and movie production companies, they like to hold things close to the vest. I mean, that's kind of been true with this whole Guthrie production. You know, you and I have both been chasing interviews with with some of the cast there. They've got some wonderful out-of-town actors that are there. I hope you wish you luck on that. And I was teasing <laughs> you. I'm going to get there first across the finish line, you know. And, and of course, the, the big Hollywood name, Wes Studi. Uh, but we have some local actors there, too. Ernest Briggs, who's been around for a long time, no, I shouldn't say a long time. That makes him sound like he's old. He's not really. Uh, Adrian Zamiga, January, and then uh, Nathaniel Two Bears. So it's a wonderful show, and uh, several more performances. People need to to check it out. Trickster Taco was there at one time. Yeah. Uh, so you know, just a lot of great. It's kind of a. I, and I told you this previously. There's a renaissance of native creativity and cultural and arts that's going on here in the Twin Cities and throughout. Minnesota as well, and the upper Midwest, this region as well. And But, you know, Minnesota has, has always been kind of a leader in that. I don't want to necessarily start sounding, you know, more superior than every other tribe or nation or uh, region in the country. But, you know, we, we know that AIM was established here. And, uh, you know, you have these theater companies, wonderful theater companies, a great music scene. I mean, you and I know how many mm. bands there and uh, musicians and artists so you know it's a great time to be alive great time to be indigenous and as you always remind me every day is indigenous people's day that's right roya hey we're here with roya taylor uh uh show host of the uh show called uh uh happenings excuse me good medicine and yeah. uh, we're talking some good medicine right now and uh show- i agree go ahead show- sorry not a, not, a Ve- not a Vegas show, Gore, but <laughs> I always say, you know, I'm your gal Friday. You know, I'm your uh, uh, femme gem here, so open up the show every Friday evening. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and so I appreciate that. And uh, I appreciate the updates, too. And uh, we're going to really uh, – last week was crazy because at uh, Saturday we did a live show uh, right. at the Historical Society at 1.00. And and for that great art uh, exhibit, uh, photography exhibit, and then there was an art exhibit happening at the same time. So, like you were saying, it's like a lot of things uh, going on. Yeah, that's the historical society, not the hysterical society. So, <laughs> you know, when I was doing, uh, I was hosting Indigeneity Rising. People would come on; they couldn't say it. Indigeneity, um, they would call it indignant 
rising, uh, indigent rising. And so I, I knew when I wanted to uh, make this focus on arts and medicine, I wanted to be able to uh, name it something that people could resonate with. They could pronounce it. And so good medicine, you know, a lot, that means a lot to Native people. We talk about the medicines in our lives, you know, sweet grass, cedar, sage, and tobacco, all of those. So, uh, and that's what we're doing here is creating good medicine. And then over the airways, we're, we're making this, taking this electronic medium, you know, you we're, we're, this is a very technological connection here, but it's, it's great. It's going out across Turtle Island and around the planet, as we say here at KFEI. Yeah. yeah I, gonna, go ahead. You know, that, uh, you know, if people get a chance to get down there to the Guthrie Theater, I am one of the internal voices, not in your head, but over <laughs> the over the uh, public address system there at the Guthrie. So you can be listening for my voice if you start lingering at the bar during intermission or you stay too long in the... Uh, restroom <laughs> and then you'll hear my voice ushering you quietly back to your seat and at the start of every uh, every performance there at the Guthrie so just another example of some of that that I'm involved in there's a lot of great uh, voiceover artists around the country a lot of actors one of the uh, persons who helped workshop uh, I was involved in the workshopping of for the people at the Guthrie and mm-hmm. uh, Isabella LeBlanc uh, who's Dakota now ah. she does bit of audiobook work around town so she's not in this production but she's got a, a great presence in in film she's in fact in january she'll be uh, starring with uh, jody foster on an hbo one of those true crime true yeah. detective series so that's coming up in january sort of long term here we got a lot of great things coming up in uh, Na- national native american heritage month too in november yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, too. Hey, I wonder, Roya, if you could just uh, give us an example of what you say at uh, Guthrie, the recording. Could you just... Uh, give us <laughs> oh, okay, let me see if I can do it here. <clears throat> uh, oh, I've, when I first came up here from Oklahoma, I, I had this very thick drawl. We, we <laughs> talked like, down there, you know, we all... Actually, I'm working on that for this play uh, that's <laughs> New Native Theater as well. But, um, yeah, basically just... Uh, you know, at the beginning of every production, they, they have the little fanfare there. You hear the drum roll, and I think there may be a trumpet, and then I come on and say, five minutes, please. Five minutes. Places, please. Five minutes to four the people. Oh, I'm getting the sign here. One minute, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Roya. Wow, really appreciate you stopping in. And then, uh, everyone, uh, we'll be on KFAI for hours tomorrow starting at six so to hear more of this banter in a good way uh give us a listen absolutely yeah thanks Haley. thanks robert we'll see you tomorrow hey if you're listening to the show you're part of the resistance from chief plenty coops the ground in which we stand on is sacred ground it's the blood of our ancestors we need to resist divest join a group run for office vote and go to a play for god's sakes We'll be right. uh, We're still here. We are the seventh generation. And free Leonard Peltier. Now.